Hello and uh, welcome everybody to my first podcast. Uh, my name is Brandon Shoe. And uh, yeah, so I didn't know where exactly how to uh, start this podcast. Um, but today's episode, I'm going to try to talk about uh, how I successfully lost about 60 pounds in about three and a half months during COVID. Um, so just a little bit about me since this is the uh, first episode. Uh, I'm 19 years old, uh, I turned 19 in August, and I'm turning 20 next August, and it's currently December, uh, let me check here real quick, it is uh, December 9th, 2020, and uh, I'm currently in the middle of my weight loss right now, and uh, it's been uh, such a fantastic journey, and uh, very insightful, and you know, I've made such a big change physically and mentally. And uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit about uh, my background and about being overweight and then get into the nitty gritty about how I uh, successfully took off 60 pounds in about three and a half months. So, you know, ever since I was young, I feel like I've told this story a thousand times, but to New Year's, it's, you know, it's always a great story to hear just to gain some perspective on what it's like to be overweight. But, uh, since I was young, I was always, you know, the biggest kid in the classroom, and, uh, you know, just always, you know, above normal weight-wise, um, and, uh, you know, I always felt alienated in school, all the way through elementary up until high school, uh, just because of my size, but, uh, you know, some people don't understand what it's like to be, uh, you know, overweight, and, uh, I want to shed some light on that, um, so yeah, as I mentioned previously, at my highest weight, I was 275 pounds. And uh, please excuse all the uh, the background noise. I'm currently on a walk right now. But uh, at my highest weight, I was between 275 pounds and 278 pounds. And that was uh, sustained with a bunch of exercise I was getting. But I did have a binge eating addiction. And um, for those who don't know what binge eating addiction is, it's pretty much just consuming an ungodly excess amount of calories um, that's very unnecessary for uh, humans to be consuming on a daily basis. Um, And uh, I would consume over 5,000 calories a day and uh, it just got really out of control uh, to the point where I was, well, well, at my highest weight, I was 17 turning 18. uh, So I was probably around... Five nine, five eight, five nine, because I got a little bit taller since then, so I'm about five ten, five eleven now, give or take, rough estimate. But I was about five eight, five nine, two hundred and seventy five to two hundred seventy eight pounds. That was depending on my water consumption in the day. But uh, yeah, so I was, you know, pretty much like a gumball, or just a really, really massive one, like uh, from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the girl that eats the blue gum and she becomes a, like a ball. That was kind of like me, but. Uh, I was always active as a kid though, and I, I never really understood it just because, um, like I was always active, like in karate, like since I was four years old, I've been doing martial arts, um, but uh, I was on cross country too in grade 10, like mind you, I was the biggest one and I was the slowest one, but I did do it, and I was always active, and I didn't really understand why um, I was always the biggest, um, and uh, it came down to me realizing that I had an issue with binge eating. Um, 
binge eating is an issue that I'm sure a lot of people face. Um, but for me personally, it was just an issue that I don't know if I was in denial. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know what it is, but I just had no problem just mindlessly pounding back food and just gaining weight and just never visualizing myself losing weight. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it kind of got to a point. So my turning point for me when I started to, you know, I, I've tried many times over the years to lose weight. Um, I think my first attempt was in back in grade 10. So I was about, what, 15, 16 years old uh, when I made my first attempt at losing weight. And uh, it wasn't successful because I wasn't informed on nutrition, um, sleeping, water consumption, uh, exercise routines. I wasn't informed on all this. So, you know, I had a struggle and I practically, on the first time I did it, I starved myself and I went to the gym every day. And uh, I was completely unsuccessful. Um, but now, since then, so I'm in my second year of university now, uh, just about to finish up my first semester. And uh, I'm way more informed now on nutrition and uh, I'm having a lot easier time now that I know how to do things correctly and healthy. And I have people around me that know what they're doing who can help me along the way. Um, so yeah, I wanted to get back to uh, what made me decide that this was the time to uh, you know actually give weight loss a try and see if I can actually you know achieve my dream goal um, achieve my dream body because it's always been a goal of mine to become a police officer since I was a young uh, a young laddie uh, I've always wanted to be a police officer because my mom was and uh, I just found it cool growing up that you know my mom would come home and tell stories about her day about how you know, she arrested bad guys or she solved this murder. And, uh, yeah, so, and the only issue that was stopping me from achieving that goal was my weight. Extremely overweight, almost 280 pounds, 5'9". I put myself behind the eight ball, uh, pretty much. And, um, you know, I've known for years that I've needed to make a change. And, uh, I felt that this was the, you know, the right time to do it. Um, so, I turned 19 on August 18, 2020, and uh, I was over at my best friend's now ex's house, and uh, they threw me a massive party. And mind you, this was during COVID. We weren't really following restrictions. Uh, we had a massive party in this mansion backyard, and it was incredible. And uh, you know, I uh, I just remember I was doing a speech uh, right as it hit midnight, right as I turned 19. And uh, I was doing a speech in front of, I don't know, there was probably 15 people there I didn't know, but my close group of friends was there. And uh, I just remember uh, my brother and his girlfriend were recording the speech. And uh, I remember saying things like, oh, here's to another good year, uh, you know, fun, having fun, being serious, uh, and accomplishing things. But the previous years, I never really accomplished the sort of noise in the background. I never really accomplished it, you know? Everybody always has their, you know, their, their straightforward, their primary goals, like accomplishing school, uh, doing well in life, getting a successful job, but everybody always has secondary goals, which end up becoming primary goals. And I never accomplished the one goal I've always wanted to accomplish, and I felt like I was completely bullshitting myself when I was making that speech in front of all those people, because they didn't know me, that was the first day I met those people. 
and you know I'm usually I like to say I'm a straightforward guy I like to you know speak from the heart speak with honesty truth and um, the fact that I was pretty much telling a lie even before that always just constantly de- like in denial that I was overweight um, but yeah ever since that night I I look back at myself at that video I, I still have it um, and I just remember looking at myself and like thinking like how the fuck did I let myself get this fucking thing and just questioning like I look so fat I look so disgusting this is my personal view I'm not saying that all fat people are uh, disgusting you know everyone's amazing and beautiful in their own way but uh, for me personally when I looked at myself I just felt disgusting I hated looking in the mirror I hated everything about it and since that day, it took me a couple days afterwards to really get going, but I made a promise to myself that night that by the time I turn 20, I'm going to lose 100 pounds and I'm going to be 175 pounds. And I did it. At first, I was kind of hesitant because I was so used to being so flip-flop about my goal. But uh, it was probably about a week later on August 23rd. I'm never going to forget this day. It was on August 23rd, 2009, so about a week after my birthday. I was right about to go to bed. Uh, I spent a long day shopping at Ikea to get my uh, desk ready for online learning because of COVID. And uh, I was watching, you know, just scrolling through my YouTube. And uh, I ran into a video of David Goggins. And uh, David Goggins, he's uh, pretty much an influencer now, but he was an overweight guy. And he wanted to join, I believe it was the Marine. Air Force, one of the uh, sections of the military in the United States, and uh, basically, he was he was extremely overweight. I can't put an exact number on it, but he was very, very overweight. And the military had uh, quotas that the uh, individuals had to meet weight-wise in order to be enlisted into the, uh, the Marines or the Air Force, whatever the military sector is. Um, so please excuse the uh, noise in the background again. Anyways, there was a video of him being interviewed about how he lost 106 pounds in three months and he ended up meeting the quota. Um, that That's completely absurd. That's practically start. In the video, he talked about how he would only limit himself to eating one banana in the morning every day and constantly working out every day. Um, it is completely unreasonable to do that just simply because... For me personally, as a university student, having a social life and working, I don't have the time to be working out all day, uh, all day long, or even just having the mental capacity to only consume one banana per day. Um, but yeah, anyways, that video was my go, my go moment. Like, I remember just laying there in bed and I burst into tears, just thinking, if David Goggins, this random guy who's overweight untrain his mind from having such an unhealthy lifestyle and moving into a lifestyle of success, healthiness, um, you know, just achieving goals the way you want to achieve goals. If this guy I just watched on YouTube can do it, I can do it. And that was my moment for me when I realized that I have to start making a change now, you know? I'm still young, um, you know, I'm still young, I don't want to wait till I'm old. I only have two years left in university. And, uh, sorry, I'm just gonna wait for the noise to 
go by again. Uh, so that was the night I, I was ready. I put my phone down. But the next day, I woke up and I ate clean. I don't remember exactly what I ate, but it was very clean. And so I kind of had an idea about what I was doing because I've tried before, but I wanted to take a more healthy route this time, unlike the last time. Um, you know, just actually pacing myself, not not actually just starving myself. I paced myself. Um, and because I was, at the time, 275 pounds, running was not an option because my knees and my shins would get destroyed if I, and plus two, I couldn't run for 10 minutes. Um, it was an issue. It was such an issue for my physical health. Um, I'd be out of breath just even before when I was overweight. I would uh, I would be completely out of breath just you know walking up one flight of stairs, just walking around. And uh, you know it was really challenging. Um, but anyway, so aside from what got me started on my weight loss, that was my inspiration right there. I'm going to talk a little bit now about what life was like as an overweight person. Um, obviously, I—it's hard to like. I never really saw myself as overweight when I was overweight. I thought I was just a, you know kind of just a bulky guy, um, you know, on the bigger side. But I never really saw myself as overweight till where I am now. I saw myself as overweight. Um, so just pretty much what life is like when you weigh. 250 pounds plus, you're always tired. You're always tired. You wake up in the morning and you don't want to get out of bed. Um, it's like for me personally, since I've lost these 60 pounds, I've noticed so many quality of life changes. Um, even when I'm trying to go to bed at nighttime when I was really big, um, because I had a lot of fat underneath my chin, it would kind of block my airway when I rest my chin down because the pillow elevated my head. And um, it would basically make it really hard for me to breathe and I couldn't really fall asleep. Um, and I think that was an issue that also caused me to snore really loud too. Um, my brother was telling me our rooms are side by side. Um, but yeah, uh, another thing was, uh, like I've noticed was, uh, I work in a grocery store and uh, I work in the produce section and uh, majority of the time I, I worked 6 a.m. shifts. So I'd have a hard time going to bed the night before, waking up at 4.45 in the morning and, uh, you know, going to work. And uh, I'd be a receiver. So I use the heavy machinery, the power jacks, the stackers. And I have to walk back and forth for the first three hours of my day. And uh, what would happen is I'd be so, like, just exhausted by the end of it. By the end of the three, and mind you, this is an eight to nine hour shift. I'm already exhausted. Um, so yeah, I'd work just about three hours and then I'd be completely out of energy for the day. And this is a pretty physically intensive job, just constantly lifting, lifting up boxes, uh, constantly running around, you know, being quick on your feet. Um, and yeah, just like the physical labor itself was just, you know, it was really, really tough. But it was also a blessing in disguise for helping me get down in weight. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, it was, and plus too, another thing was like, my legs had so much fat on them too, that my legs would chafe so bad um, when I received, because I'd be walking back and forth, and uh, I always used to count my steps too, so 
in the first three hours of my day, I put in 20,000 steps. So for a rough estimate, um, people recommend that you do 10,000 steps in a day, in a day. And I did double that in three hours. So as a big guy, it's really fucking hard to do. And then on top of that, I have my legs rubbing up against each other. So I get really, really bad chafing and rashes to the point where they'd almost bleed. And uh, it was such a big issue. Um, and uh, it would just be terrible because I could barely walk for the rest of the day. And I'd just be so exhausted and I fucking hated it. Um, I'm in a more quiet neighborhood now, so there shouldn't be as much car activity. But So yeah. Um, now since I've cut down, I noticed right away after I lost my first 10 pounds that I wasn't chafing anymore, which was such like a big relief because that allowed me to move around more freely and in that sense I could burn more calories because I could move around a lot more. Because I was chafing, I was a lot more uh, limited and inhibited from moving around uh, quite freely and, uh, you know, just doing what normal people could do. And... Uh, so that was a really big help for me. Um, and another quality of life thing that I'm finding is like, right now this morning, I woke up at 218.6, and uh, I'm on track to wake up tomorrow morning at around 217.8 or, eight or, eight or nine tomorrow, I think. Um, but we'll see, because I'll have to wake up in the morning and do a fasting cardio. But, uh, so yeah. Um, quality of life things here and there. I, I'm, you know, I'm obviously fitting into my old clothes better. Uh, kind of sad because I did have some really nice things that I used to wear when I was uh, 275. But you know what? Honestly, I'll take a healthier life and you know less fancy clothing. I mean, that's what thrift stores are for. Um, but yeah. So uh, aside from quality of life, uh, I'm going to talk about you know kind of like my experience um, being like stigmatized and how people treat you um, when you're 270 or 250 plus pounds. Um, you know, it's very, you know, like what you see in the movies. You know, you get picked last on sports teams, you get alienated, you don't get invited to the parties, you don't get the girl. Um, and uh, yeah, it's very, very true, you know? people look at you in a very different light, especially when you're in high school and there's a social hierarchy going on where, you know, the football kids are at the front of the pecking order while, you know, the nerdies and the fat kids are at the back of the pecking order. Um, so that's why high school wasn't the best of experiences for me. And like, you know, I was always on the wrong end of, yo, look at this fat ass or, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, I did get my two best friends out of high school who fucking care for me and accept me for who I am and they've been with me since the beginning and I love them for that. Um, and uh, yeah, but no matter what, like no matter how close people are to you, you're still on the wrong end of big jokes. Um, and it's just really toxic and it was not good for my mental health at all. Um, just constantly like to the point where I became desensitized to it and I was just so used to it and then I started getting involved with making fun of myself which is nothing anybody should be ever doing um, and uh, 
it was just brutal, man. Like, you know, people don't respect you. People don't think you're a person. When, you know, like, I'm 60 pounds later, but I'm still the same person. And, you know, I'm getting more respect now. Um, but even though when I was 275 pounds, I was the same person, just bigger and less attractive appearance-wise. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's tough, it's tough, and a lot of people don't understand, you know, the struggle of, you know, being overweight, and how hard it is, um, especially if you had a binge eating thing like I did, um, it was a really big issue for me, and, uh, on top of that, when you're in limbo, when you're, uh, overweight, limbo is in like constantly like in and out of time and lose weight um you know it's hard it's really hard you know it's it's, it's an addiction it's like quitting smoking it's in, it, you're not going to get it on the first try you know um it's impossible to get it on the first try um but each time you try and you fill you gain more knowledge about how to do it and um you know now that i'm i am where i am this is the most successful weight loss i've had and I'm so motivated now more than ever just to actually get it done. Um, just gonna check and make sure we're still recording. Yes, we are. Um, and uh, yeah, but uh, anyways, I'm gonna talk about now, uh, like what I did to get the weight down. And you know, obviously, I'm still going. I'm not even halfway done because you know, even when I do get down, I'm not gonna be where I want to. I'm going to want to put on muscle and just get into the best shape possible. Um, but I'm going to talk about like what I've done so far up to this point, to this very day, to this very hour. So, starting out with my weight cut, the day after uh, I watched the David Goggins video. Um, I just start, I first started off with eating healthier, eating less. I cut back on snacking. I, I got rid of snacking. I haven't snacked since the, the the day I went to Ikea and watched the David Goggins video. Snacking was such a big issue when I had the binge eating addiction. Um, it really was my downfall. Like, put it into perspective, uh, in the morning I'd wake up and I'd, I'd have three man bread with butter on it. And then when I'd go out to work, I'd buy a foot long sub from Subway and then I'd have a KFC $5 fill up for my next break. I'd go home, have another lunch go home have dinner or not go home again but while I was home then I'd have dinner and then before I went to bed I'd have a, probably about one or two bags of full bag of chips not the little Halloween size ones I'm talking about the full ones here um it was just really bad so I started off with uh just cutting out snacking that was my first first thing I wanted to address because I knew that snacking was my big issue so for the first week I cut out snacking and I tried to consume less pop. Um, there's a lot of people in my family that are diabetic, uh, so we have a lot of Coke Zero at home, but it's really high in aspartame and protein. Um, so I cut out snacking for the first week. And then uh, the next week after that, I started doing weightlifting in the gym. I couldn't exactly do cardio yet. Um, and it was just really, really tough. Um, just, you know, like going up the stairs at my gym because my gym, it's like, uh, it's hard to explain, but you have to go up a really massive flight of stairs and then you're at the, uh, the free weights and the, uh, cardio machines. 
Um, and uh, so yeah, I did that for the first uh, week, just cut out snacking and I started weightlifting. I tried to make it my goal to go four times a day, or four times um, per week. And uh, after the first two weeks, what I did was I downloaded MyFitnessPal and uh, I started tracking my calories and my macronutrients. And uh, you know, after I, after that, I uh, you know I started to lose weight. I started to get in a little bit better shape, um, and I was able to do the elliptical. And there's a lot of people who um, have a stigma or uh, an idea about the elliptical how it doesn't do shit. Trust me, for big people, and you're trying to lose weight, start with the elliptical. It's low impact. It doesn't fuck up your knees. It doesn't fuck up your shins, and it doesn't hurt your feet. Start off small. Me personally, when I first started, I was so fucking out of shape that I had to start with doing 15 minutes. And 15 minutes was pushing it. Like I was full on out of breath. And uh, you know, it was a good starting point. You know, it's uh, I got my ass into the gym. And mind you, my brother is extremely fit. He's been doing weightlifting for five years now. He's extremely fit, so I've always looked up to him. He's always been a motivation for me. He would always push me when I was at the gym, just making sure I was on the elliptical, making sure I'm doing my work. And uh, so yeah, I started off with the elliptical, 15 minutes, and uh, weightlifting. And then the week after that, I started introducing the punching bag. As I mentioned earlier, I've been a lifelong martial artist. And uh, it's such a big passion of mine. And eventually one day I do want to get an amateur fight in. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, I, I have one goal first and that's losing weight. But I always love the punching bag. I always love everything mixed martial arts related. So I started introducing the punching bag. Um, and I have some videos of me when I was a little bit heavier. Like 250 pounds. 250 pounds when I was introducing the uh, punching bag into my workout. So now at this point, I'm the third week in. I've reduced my pop. I've, you know, reduced my snacking. I've started eating healthier. I'm tracking my calories, tracking my macros. I'm weightlifting and I'm running. So I repeat this same same uh, routine again the next week, and that's a month now. That's a month of me going to the gym. And mind you, when I first started, I was going to the gym four days, and then. Uh, for the second, third, and fourth week, I was going uh, every day, every week. And that's on top of working part-time as well. So, I was constantly moving, especially at work when I'm receiving, running back and forth, at the gym, doing the punching bag, lifting weights. My days were so movement-heavy, which is why I mentioned earlier how the physical labor job was a blessing in disguise, because it was a workout. It is a workout still. Uh, obviously, it's not as hard for me now because I'm a little bit more in shape. Uh, but uh, yeah, so after the first month, I lost 31 and a half pounds, just from completely, uh, you know, turning my life upside down and just cold turkeying my old binge eating habits. And uh, at first, I kind of questioned it, like, am I doing this healthy? And you know, I I did everything right. Like, I was going to the gym, I was eating healthy, tracking, uh, drinking a lot of water, reduced my pop. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, like, how did I lose 30 pounds? So I kind of further discussed this with my brother, and I did some more research on it, how, like, the more heavier you are, the quicker the weight comes off initially, and as you cut down, it moves slower. And, um, so yeah, I was 31 and a half pounds in my first month, and 
for me personally, when I looked at myself in the mirror, I didn't see results. And I knew the numbers were down. I knew, you know, I'm succeeding, but I wasn't seeing results. And it made me kind of discouraged. Um, but I knew I had to keep going because I just grinded my ass off for a month, putting myself in fucking hell. And I finally actually doing something good for myself. Um, and, uh, you know, so after that month, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep going. Um, and this is also as online school starting, so I'm still also trying to figure out how my online school routine and how I can fit my workouts in. And, uh, yeah, so after that first month, um, things got so much easier. Like, you know, I started to get some recognition, but I kind of just blew it off. It's because I myself wasn't seeing results. But, you know, some coworkers at work are, oh, you're looking good, you're looking smaller. And, uh, you know, I was just like, oh, thank you. But that's because you saw my stuff on Instagram about me posting my fitness. But, uh, no, like, I genuinely just need to work. I've taken progress forward every week since the first day I started my sister my, my technically 100-pound weight loss. And I've lost a significant amount of weight. Uh, of weight. And I'm so proud of myself that I'm not a good Um So in the second and towards the end of the third month. So let me talk about towards the end of the second month. Too. So I've already lost 31 and a half pounds. So I was down to around, uh, let's say, well, 245-ish, 245-ish. And that's when I hit my first plateau. Um, and I think the reason why I hit that first plateau is because I wasn't tracking. Uh, I got a little comfortable after the first month. Like, oh, I know estimates now. Um, you know, like, I don't have to worry about tracking. I, I can estimate what about a handful of rices or, you know, chicken breast. Oh, that's 320 calories and it has, like, fucking 28 grams of protein or whatever. That was the biggest mistake I made because I plateaued for two weeks at 232 pounds. Or 200, sorry, 244 pounds I plateaued for two weeks. Um... And I didn't realize this because I thought I was doing fine. And then when I got to the second week, I'm like, okay, what the fuck's happening? How come I'm not losing weight? I'm doing everything right. I was doing everything I was doing. So that's when my workout started to get way more intense. Um, I tried to introduce running uh, when I was heavier. I was thinking, I was thinking we like to pull at this time. Um, but it was just too hectic for me to be running. I tried going on a 10 minute run. It was too hard for me. It hurt my knees too much. But I moved, uh, I moved on from running to just doing long ass walks, and it's also what early, early November at this time, give or take. Early November, mid-November, so it's still decent outside for me to go on walks. Like it's not snowing like crazy. And I mean, it's not, it's not snowing like crazy right now, and it's the first quarter of December. But so after that first plateau, I uh, re-downloaded the tracking app. Um, I just started to get my act together again, you know, like really tighten up and uh, after, Towards the end of the second month, I completely cut out soda juices My only the only thing I consume now liquid wise is just straight water and coffee um, You know, I do indulge on you know, double doubles Getting uh, milk and sugar and sweeteners or whatever in it, which I shouldn't I really should only be having black coffee or just espresso shots um, But yeah, so I cleaned that up and then uh, after that, I was down to about, I cut like, uh, 
Then I cut down to about 234 the week after because I cleaned up my ass. And then I hit another plateau. And that's because I was doing the same workouts and I wasn't increasing my intensity. And, um, you know, I needed to increase my intensity to burn even more calories to lose even more weight. So after I adjusted everything uh, to where I am today, um, well, especially too in the last month, the gyms have been closed because of COVID restrictions. Um, so today I woke up this morning uh, and I was 218.6 pounds, which is an all-time low. And uh, it's been really difficult lately just because I haven't been able to lift weights. And uh, I've been doing straight cardio. Um, but since I'm a lot lighter now, since I'm below, I'm sub-220 now, uh, I've been able to reintroduce running into my regimen. And because uh, I used to be a cross-country runner, I knew about... You know how to pace myself uh, how to stretch how to do all that so it's been a lot easier of a transition um pretty much because i've always had knowledge about um like fitness and activity but i just never acted upon it because of my binge eating addiction and uh so yeah i just recently reintroduced running i, I tested out the waters um last week and uh, i downloaded a running app on my phone and it turns out that uh I ended up running four and a half K non-stop. Um, I tracked it. I, my timing wasn't the best, but I paced myself. And granted, this is my first time running in years since grade 10. And that was, what, four years ago now. Um, and yeah, like, I ran 4K. And then for the next three days in a row after that, I ran 5Ks. And then on the last day, so I ran, I ran four days in a row. And the first day was 4K. And then it was 5K on the other three days. And then on the final day, so the uh, 5th or 6th day, I'm losing count here. Um, but on the final day, I did an 8K run. And uh, I did it in under an hour, which was such a big accomplishment for me. Um, I didn't, I, I knew that I wanted to go far that day just because I was feeling good. My knees were good, my shins were good. I wasn't really feeling any shin splints from the previous days. I always used to have issues with shin splints. Um, and I ended up doing this 8K run in under an hour. It was about 53, 54 minutes. Um, and I went home. I, I've been doing cold showers too because I hope with recovery, but I don't know about that. Um, I have to do more research into it and uh, see if it actually works. But yeah, so I did the 8K run. I was just really proud of myself, but I woke up the next morning and my knees have been in so much pain since that day. And this was about, six or seven days ago so in order in order to compensate in order for me to stay active and stay moving even though my knees are in pain i've been going on walks and i've been riding this shitty little recumbent bike that i have in my house for 30 minutes at 6 a.m every morning um and that's a fasted cardio workout too so i burn even more calories um but yeah just you know that's pretty much how i lost 60 pounds in a quick sum obviously there's other factors that played into me losing this much weight in three months um but uh that's pretty much the uh the main idea and the main way i lost 60 pounds in three months um and uh yeah so now i want to talk about uh oh i, I knew what i was going to talk about this, but uh give me a second here uh at this recording, let me see at what time. 
Let me place a flag down. So, okay. So uh, now, what I'm going to talk about is, you know, what what I can get, what what I if I were to go back in time with the self that I have now to give myself information about everything I know now about weight loss and. Um, you know, just giving myself information, and um, to anyone else who's listening right now, um, if I could go back in time and tell myself one thing, it would be, don't give a fuck about what other people think, and it doesn't matter how long you take to get started, as long as you get started, that's all that matters, and that applies to everyone, you know, sometimes in life, you just have to take a leap um, towards something you want to do, you know, like, it can be hard to just drop everything and take a leap, um, and, uh, you know, it was scary when I first started, because I'm, I was so used to failure in my life, I was so used to just, I'll give it a try, but chances are I'll fail, just that fear of just, you know, not actually taking a risk, and the moment you're willing to take a risk, and, put your ass on the line and, you know, actually try to strive towards achieving what you want to do, you will be successful. And that's one thing I wish I could tell my past self. Um, absolutely 100%. Um, and just, you know, make sure you stay committed and stay focused and, you know, don't give up. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel, and anybody can accomplish what they want. Um, as long as you stick to it and you promise yourself, and you make a promise to yourself that you are going to complete what you set out from the beginning. Um, and just uh, going forward, uh, you know, something I want to tell, something I could tell myself in the future was, uh, well, hopefully I'm still on this by now, but I know I will be because I've been three months strong now, and. Uh, I've been so dedicated and so motivated, um, and, uh, if I could tell myself something in the future, it would be fucking good job, but you're not done yet, um, and, uh, now the next part that I want to talk about is, uh, like, what's been keeping me motivated, um, throughout the whole process, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, things, especially now during COVID, um, it's really easy to get unmotivated. Everything's locked down. You can't see your friends. Um, you can't exactly, um, you know, it's hard to stay motivated. It's hard to stay productive. Everybody's, you know, constrained to their houses where they just have to stay at home nine to five, do their schoolwork, eat food, go to bed. And, uh, what's been really keeping me motivated, uh, as of lately is just, taking it day by day like I wake up every morning I say to myself it's a new morning um you know I'm gonna give it my all today I'll go to bed tomorrow and I don't care if I uh the day before if I didn't give it my all because each day I'm gonna fucking give it my all and so I wake up every morning treating it like I gotta give it my full 100% that's what's been keeping me really motivated too and another thing that's been keeping me motivated too is I want myself to be the best looking, the you know, the most, the, be- the best version of myself at the end of COVID because, you know, this year I turned 19 and I was supposed to be going out to clubs with my friends. 
um, going out to social events and stuff, but COVID happened, so it's been really keeping me motivated that I'm going to be presenting the best version of myself um, to people I haven't met yet, and um, <laughs> what kind of dog is he? Sorry? She's a Morkie. A Morkie. Yeah. So is that, what, what kind of mix is that? So it's half Maltese, yeah. half Yorkshire Terrier. Gotcha. Yeah, and she's six years old. Really? She's yeah. tiny. Yeah, she's tiny. Yeah. And she's actually bigger than a normal Morkie. Oh, really? Yeah, they're normally smaller than that. Oh, really? Wow, yeah. that's insane. Alright, have a nice night.